Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you guys are having an absolutely blessed day today, as always. And I encourage everybody, continually, continually keep speaking up for the truth. Yesterday, it was interesting, Dan and I had to fly down to Miami for a little bit. We talked to a bunch of people at a dealership down there that we knew. And pretty much everybody down in South Florida has been injected with RNA gene therapy. And the sad part about it is majority of the people down there don't think anything of it, even with everything that's happening to them. And I talked to one guy. He basically was working at a, a rental car desk, and he was wearing a mask. And, of course, you know, dad goes, you don't have to wear a mask because us. We're not wearing a mask. And he goes, I, I get it. I know. He goes, I absolutely hate this. He goes, I went and got the injection. So I didn't have to wear a mask anymore. And a week later, they told me, even though I had the injection, I now had to wear a mask again. And he goes, this entire thing is ridiculous. We talked to two other individuals. They've both been injected with RNA gene therapy. And they're having horrific long-term side effects now. They, they said ever since they've been a shot up, they're feeling absolutely horrible. And this is what's happening all across the world. While you see certain areas – going completely and totally lunatic level as far as the template of what they want to do in the future. In my opinion, what we've seen in Australia is nothing short of a full-blown beta test of what they do to a small country that's been disarmed. I love Australia. I've been to Australia. Incredible country. New Zealand, Australia, that whole region down there is absolutely beautiful. But the leadership and the control that's happened down there is absolutely insane. I watched a video, and I had Sharon posted on ST Brower, of Daniel Andrews, who basically is, I guess, part of the Victorian vaccine board. And he came out, flat out, and they said now there is a full-blown lockdown in effect again until September 2nd. There is a full curfew in effect from 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. If you were caught outside between 9 p.m. and 5 a.m., you will be arrested. And then he went on to say, and this is the part that I cut. I couldn't even understand it. I didn't understand it. Nobody's been able to explain this to me. So I guess there was a like a, a beer festival outside, and he got super mad that people were outside congregating, hanging out, talking. And he said, in this event now, you will not be able to drink with your mask off in any circumstance. It will not be permitted. You will not be able to drink with your mask off. Now, of course, he gave no idea or understanding on how you're supposed to drink with your mask off. I think the whole point was you are not allowed to take your muzzle off under any circumstances while you're outside around people, even if you need to drink something. I, I don't even understand the lunacy of what's going on down there right now. And the fact that this is going on shows me very clearly, as I said earlier, I think this is a beta test. I think they're seeing how far they can push the Australian populace and how far they can control them and then going to implement those tactics. We've seen numerous times in war, in theater of war, all over the world, 
a lot of the tactics, a lot of the research, a lot of the trial and error in the military tactics is always basically upgraded, and it's used as a template. Say, okay, this worked, this didn't work. We're going to try this next time. Okay, this worked and this 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 worked. We're going to put this together now. That's what we're starting to see. The same thing I've told everybody about this complete and total theater that's going on in Afghanistan. Now, are there people in Afghanistan that are getting killed? Yeah. Is Afghanistan basically turning absolutely horrific with the Sharia Muslim population taking over again? Oh, absolutely. But it is not at all what we are being told. I told you guys before, Afghanistan is essentially one of the richest countries in the entire world. With rare earth elements and iron ore and copper. I went into detail that last week. Nobody's been talking about that except for me. Now, I finally saw Sputnik News brought the article up today, and it went into detail of what's going on in Afghanistan when it comes to the rare earth metals. And they said Afghanistan could be the Saudi Arabia of lithium. Remember what I told you guys the other day? We're not out of Afghanistan. Now, all of a sudden, it comes out that the Chinese embassy in Afghanistan, in Kabul, is completely normal. They're flying their Chinese flag. Not a single person basically is over there disrupting anything. And I've told you before, and so is that. China is set up to be the next world superpower with the banking cartel running the show because China has been so instrumental and so compliant. With everything, including bringing in a full-blown communist dictatorship, full lockdowns, full persecution of Christians, and full-blown surveillance. So they pretty much said now, okay, the banker boys have given China the green light to be the next superpower, and that's exactly where they're taking this. This is how it ends, and this is how it happens, and you're watching it happen in slow motion, and so many people are sitting around – I've seen so many comments, so many memes. Biden doesn't know what he's doing over there. He's failed in Afghanistan. Biden doesn't even know where he is. I don't even think he knows how to tie his shoes. The only thing he seems to figure out is what flavor of ice cream he likes. That's about it. Biden's not doing anything. Biden is a clown that has dementia. He shouldn't even be anywhere near a teleprompter nor any reporters, much less the president of the United States. But they needed somebody in that position to be the fall guy, to be the clown, to be the the dunce cap, so to speak, in the corner. Everybody makes fun of, and everybody looks at and says, this guy's a failure. He's horrific because they had to absolutely embarrass this country. The only way you make an empire fall is you have to implode it from the inside out, and that's exactly what they're doing with this country. The entire world looks at us as a joke. The United, everybody's looking at the United States and you guys are a joke. You're a joke that's not funny. And that is how you bring an empire down. We're watching the slow-mo fall of Rome or the United States, so to speak, of what's happening right here in this country. And so that's why I encourage people, do your own research when it comes to this injection. Just do your own research. You don't have to take my word for it. There is enough out there now you can start to figure out real quick. Are there viruses out there? Absolutely. Are there COVID spike proteins out there? Absolutely. You need to be careful because majority of the people that now we're starting to see that have been injected are extremely contagious. And this is not theory anymore. This is becoming fact. This is my own research. I've personally witnessed and I've personally watched this happen multiple times now with people getting injected. They get unbelievably sick. 
they don't test positive for COVID. They don't test positive for the flu. They don't test positive for anything. They're completely fine on paper. They're unbelievably sick. They can't do anything. They have no energy. They're in and out of the hospital repeatedly, and they don't know what to do. This is the next step in the eugenics program and removing the population of the United States and bringing it down to a more controllable number. If you haven't figured that out yet, please do your own research. We have the articles on the website all the time. You go look them up yourself. You can forward our show. We talk about all kinds of different topics. But please do your own research before you discount what's actually happening right here in this country while pretty much you know, everybody fiddles. What do you think, Dad? Well, yesterday we had to go to Miami for the day, and what I did is I played the ancient Canaanite religion show that we had done several years ago, and I've gotten compliments from all over the world that we had played that show again yesterday because we explained in the detail how the ancient Canaanite religions are still in charge of the world's politics today, and that's where we are. And it, it was very, it was disheartening to me being in Miami. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I don't like Miami. I think Miami is the pits. You know, but a lot of people live down there. Big chunk of the population of the state live in Miami and that whole eastern, you know, part of the state down there as far as this ocean. And then it's just basically Lake Okeechobee and the Everglades. And it's weird to me because I was talking to two people and both of them had been shot up at the dealership. In fact, everybody pretty much had the vaccine. And one of them was a lady. She's like, I think she was 35 years old and she had an 11 year old daughter and she was unbelievably weak. She'd been sick again last week, sick a week before that, got a vaccine a couple months ago, been sick ever since she got the vaccine. And I finally told her, I said, you know, why did you do that? She was, well, they asked us to, but they didn't require us. So we just went ahead and did it so they would leave us alone. Now I'm going to repeat that. So they, the bosses and the people in that area would leave her alone. So now she's been sick for months. And so I, I told her, I said, well, I can give you some information on it, but you're not going to like it. And she goes, well, yeah, I need some information on it. She goes, I need to know they want me, they want me to inject my 11-year-old daughter now. And I said, oh, we'll talk about that. But then another sales guy walked up, and I think his name was Julio or whatever. And, uh, and he said to me, he goes, uh, and he, he looked awful. We had seen him in January about eight months ago, and he was vibrant, great shape, full of energy, mentally sound, articulate. And he was like moping. And he goes, well, I was in the emergency room yesterday. I've been sick for months now. He got the jab. And I said to him, oh, you're in the emergency room. Yeah, I feel awful. And the other girl said, I feel awful. We don't have – neither one of us have any energy. And I said to the girl, I said, do you think just maybe it's because of the jab? She goes, it might be. I don't know. She goes, I feel horrible since I've taken that shot. And then I looked at the Tulio and I said, do you think it's because of the jab? Oh, no, 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 no. It has nothing to do with the vaccine. I just started laughing. I said, dude, you were a bundle of energy unbelievably smart, unbelievably articulate, and yesterday you were in the emergency room again and after you've taken the shot. Well, yeah, well, that's true. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you kind of need to take a look at what you've done. And so then I explained to them both about N-acetylcysteine, about nitric oxide, and what they needed to do. And so it, it was an interesting experience. Now, some of the other things that I covered with them was this. And I'm going to kind of give you a little brief overview of what I talked about yesterday. You know, I explained that this is not a vaccine. It doesn't stop the virus. These are basically synthetic RNA kill shots that are wrapped in a lipoprotein, and they create trillions of spike proteins inside of the body. I'm not being facetious here. I'm talking about trillions of spike proteins inside of the body, which are basically little, how should I say, sand spurs that lodge themselves in the endothelial cells of the intestinal tract and the blood vessels. I mean, it's unbelievable. Look what happened in Israel. 
with Pfizer. I mean, Israel's the great kill shot capital test area. 10% of the people have been vaccinated. However, 51% of the deaths and people being hospitalized were people who had been vaccinated. Think about it for a second. And what they found over that the vaccinated had over 65 times, when you're over the age of 65, you had 40 times higher death with vaccines. I'm repeat that. If you get vaccinated over the age of 65, that'd be moi because I'm 65, you have a 40 time higher death of, with the vaccines. Now think about that. In Albania, pretty much zero deaths from COVID, but they had like no vaccines. Malta, which is one of those vaccinated countries in the world, it's an island, is way, way up as far as vaccine deaths. And we need to realize that the pharmaceutical companies, they knew that this was going to happen. And they knew that they wanted to get paid for their vaccines they were sending into these countries. And they're actually demanding sovereign assets for vaccines. In other words, some of these pharmaceutical companies, which are controlled by the Rothschild banking cartel and BlackRock and State Street and Vanguard again, are requiring that they're paid in advance for the vaccines, including being given military bases for the vaccine. I kid you not. This is what's going on all over the planet. These vaccines are setting people up for brain bleed, for myocarditis for the shedding, and now we know the shedding goes up to 10 weeks after the person's been vaccinated. And now we're beginning to realize that the shedding is primarily from touch, from tactile. You shake somebody's hand. Yesterday, everybody wanted to shake my hand at the dealership because they've all been vaccinated. So every time I shake a hand, I go to the bathroom and wash my hands again because I don't want to touch my face because I guarantee you I had spike proteins on my hands because these people are basically touching everything from sweat to other types of mucous membranes on their body, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not going to get graphic with this. And we need to realize this myocarditis is bad. Up to 66% of the people who come down with myocarditis are dead within five years. We've got to understand how bad this is. It's a very serious heart disease, almost like scarlet fever. You have permanent heart damage from this. And we're having blood clots and cancer. And all these different types of things are happening right now because of the vaccines. We used to have a few of these events happen. We're having thousands happen daily globally on these events that are being directly from the shedding. And, you know, and here's the thing. We have to understand something. You got women starting periods. You got women who basically gone through menopause starting to bleed, starting periods over again. You have scars on the bodies that start bleeding. This is causing blood clots everywhere, and it's also causing cytokine storms to the body, which is massive inflammation. And by, by the way, the FDA they did a big study on this in 2015 as far as shedding, and they realized up that you could, you could shed it for up to 10 weeks. But they knew that. And they knew it was basically done by touch, by body fluids, but they didn't tell anybody. They just basically turned this Frankenstein monster loose on the population to see what would happen. And now here we are, we're sitting there. And now they're insisting that pregnant women and infants are basically injected with a kill shot that's going to sterilize them. And these are all the things that we talked about yesterday at the dealership. you got to remember something, guys. You know, Remember what happened with the Manhattan Project with Oppenheimer? You know, basically, he said, I, I am become death, the destroyer of worlds when he developed nuclear weapons. Oh, yeah, that was Oppenheimer. And you understand that this is exactly what we've done. We've become the people who develop these vaccine shots have become death, the destroyer of this planet. And they're doing it on purpose. Why? Because they want to create a new race on this planet. These people are what they call eugenicists. They're Darwinians. They believe they're a separate DNA. They really believe that. They believe that they're like homo sapiens sapiens or something. Well, they got extra chromosomes, probably from their Nephilim, you know, past with Lucifer being their granddaddy. And so they, they really believe that they're better than we are. They really believe that they're going to inherit the planet with 2,500 Goyim slaves and they've got to cull the cattle because they don't need this many slaves. This is the group of people who run the entire planet. Now think about it for a second. I've got a friend of mine 
she basically was told by her daughter that if she did not get the vaccine, that she would not be allowed to be around the children. If she did not wear a mask, she was not going to be allowed to be around the children, the grandchildren. And so my friend complied with this wretched daughter that she has. Well, now think about it for a second. We know if the grandmother is now has been vaccinated and she's shedding spike proteins and she goes and she plays with her little granddaughter, there's a high possibility that, that little granddaughter is going to have spike protein intrusion into her body, which may affect that little granddaughter's ovaries. So I'm speculating here. Is there a possibility that that granddaughter is going to be rendered sterile by the grandmother because she was vaccinated? I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm saying that should have been tested with these vaccines before they were released on the general population, before we released this Frankenstein monster to get let it run around. We've got to understand that, that there's a 65 times greater affinity than any other organ for the ovaries. Now, I'm going to go into the little woo-la land for a little bit first. Now, stay with me for a second. I'm going to cover something I don't talk about normally on the show. We've had cattle mutilations in this country now for 50, 60, 70 years, and these are mammals. And these cattle mutilation, they basically take the blood out of the cattle, and they take the ovaries out of the cattle, they take the testicles out of the cattle. There are no tracks around the cattle mutilations, no vehicle pulled up, and they're cut surgically incisioned as if they used a laser scalpel. Now, this is all true. You guys can look it up and do your own research in it. It goes back to the UFOs, to these fallen entities, these demonic entities, to whatever the heck they are that are doing this. They've been doing this research on the reproductive systems of mammals now for a long, long, long time. Is that how they were able to tie together and to fine-tune the attack on the ovaries and on the testicles? Just food for thought. I don't usually go there, but I had to go there for just one second on that. We've got more tumors. We've got more cancer than we've ever had before. Why does that happen? Here's why. There's a component of the RNA code that is being injected into the cells that basically deregulates and downregulates the immune system. So the RNA can be duplicated and these spike proteins can be duplicated because our body would destroy them almost immediately if you didn't downregulate the immune system. That's because our body's immune system is innately powerful. But when you downregulate it with the spike proteins by putting coding into this code, it uh, simply at that point <laughs> doesn't work like it's supposed to. So now if you get a flu shot, if you get sick, if you get a cold or you get anything, there's a high probability you're going to have a cytokine storm and die from it. You see, people getting shingles, cancer, organs are failing. I know people that are coming down with diabetes that have never had diabetes. Why? Because all of these different spike proteins are like little Velcro stickies, and they want to stick all over everything, trillions of them. You know, doctors are seeing 100 times the cancer rates they've been seeing. You know, Remember, this thing, this, this spike protein crosses the blood-brain barrier. It's so important to remember that, which means it gets into the brain cells, causing microclots. And when it gets microclots into the brain cell, these dendrites and neurons that are storing memories in your mind and allowing you to think, they are being basically deprived of oxygen because of the clots. Because they're being deprived of oxygen, they die. And so you lose the memories that were contained in that dendrite or in that storage unit. So suddenly your lights start going out and you don't even realize it. The girl yesterday told me, well, I don't know what's going on. I can't think anymore. I'm tired. I'm exhausted all the time. I said, it's oxygen deprivation. The capillaries can't feed the cells properly. You can't get proper blood to your brain, so you're staying tired all the time. And she didn't know what to do. 
I feel sorry for her. Now, the guy, Julio, he, he was completely clueless. He didn't even want to admit that anything had to do with anything. And, you know, and Austin and I talked about this coming home yesterday. You think about it for a second. You basically inj- have somebody inject you with something that's going to kill you, and you do it voluntarily. Kind of like taking the mark of the beast, didn't it? But you didn't know it was the mark of the beast. All of a sudden, now all of a sudden, you start to get changed. You start to die. Your lights start to go out. Before your lights go out, you realize that you did it to yourself. That's a pretty hard thing to choke down. You gotta have to, you have to have the ability of a lot of self-reflection to realize, oh my gosh, I screwed up. Now, I've spoken to multiple friends and I've sent them research on this after they've had the vaccine and they said, I'll never take another vaccine. I'll never do it again. I now realize what it's doing. But then a lot of people are out there, I don't care. I'll take all of the different shots as soon as they come out. Unbelievable. And we need to realize again, I'm going to say it again, that 66% of the people who come down with this myocarditis basically die within five years. What's going to happen to our standing military if we start injecting everybody in there? What's going to happen with pulmonary hypertension, which is almost always fatal and causes a massive loss of stamina? Plus, we have how many people are being tested for positive D-damer, clotting, microvascular in the lungs, leading to pulmonary hypertension? All these things, I mean, have increased the risk of anaphylactic shock by 10 times the rate. All of this stuff is happening everywhere. Remember, a year ago, nobody even heard of COVID as far as knowing anybody who died from it. Look at Gillian Barre. This is full paralysis. It was very rare. It's happening all over the place now. And here's what happens. You start to get paralyzed. It's a, it's an ascending paralysis. It starts at the feet, works its way up the legs, works its all the way to the thoracic. And then all of a sudden, you're laying there, and you're staring at the ceiling with your eyes open, fully and completely awake, but you're completely and totally paralyzed. This is a nightmare. It's like, so that's like something from hell. And guys, let's think about it. The autoimmune systems, the cardiovascular system, the large vessels of the brain are getting clotted. This basically is a kill shot dream. This is a full-blown war. And they have done this. They have absolutely started a full-blown draconian. I feel like I'm in an Orwellian nightmare. I was talking to Austin Atlanta. I talked to Austin and Sharon last night. We were praying. And I said, I feel like I'm in an Orwellian dystopian nightmare of a dream that I can't wake up from with what's happening right now. Remember, all of this stuff is being done by the bankers, by the CIA, all of the groups of people that run the world and run the central banks. And this is unbelievably an overwhelming response to basically population control. And now we're having the bullying and the shaming of the unvaccinated. Are we all going to have to wear a yellow star? Is that, are we going to be put into internment camps? Is that where this is going to be going? So, yeah, but always think about it. This is the group of people that run the world. This is the group of people that continue to do all of this stuff to us. You look at Australia. They've had nine deaths in Australia. I also talked about it a few minutes ago. And now, basically, because of nine deaths, they've locked down the entire country. This one woman, I don't know if you saw it or not, she was beaten to death by the police officers because she wasn't wearing up cops. They came over, they beat her, they threw her down, they picked her up and threw her down again, and then she died. Think about it. They have helicopters and helicopter drone ships and gunships flying all over Australia right now. This is the global agenda to basically be intolerant completely of people's freedoms and rights. And remember, the FBA, FDA is now rubber stamping this new experimental kill jab. The New England Journal of Medicine said that corporations will do this not through legislatures. I'm going to say it again. The New England Journal of Medicine said that the corporations are being used to push this draconian legislation through. It's not legislation. It's mandates forcing everybody to get vaccinated, and it's not through legislation because they don't want any challenges to due process. The corporations can't be sued by the federal government for doing this 
And if the people try to sue the corporations, you got a hundred people on staff that are basically attorneys. These big corporations are a thousand attorneys on staff. The one individual person can't do much except get himself fired. I'm going to repeat it. The New England Journal of American, New England Journal of Medicine said the corporations are going to do this, not through legislators. That will no challenges will be made through due process. I mean, look what's going on with, you know, the hydroxychloroquine. Look what's going on with what's going on with the, the information on ivermectin has being suppressed. And remember that big article I'd covered this a few weeks ago on the hydroxychloroquine. You know, it was a, basically a porn star and a criminal that, that put fake information in the New England Journal of Medicine. It was so fake they had to retract it. I mean, this is unrestricted warfare. That's what they're doing. This is multi-dimensional warfare to bring in a global ID, the Chinese passport credit score. That's what this is. And these are some of the things I basically talked to these people about yesterday. They were kind of overwhelmed by it all, but I really didn't care at this point. I mean, their whole goal here is to kill baby boomers, the people over the age of 60, 65. And they want to kill the white people because of our Christianity, because of Protestantism. And they want to kill the patriots. That's you and me. They want to kill all of us. Why? Because they want to make sure they can implement their new world order, which is the old world order, bringing back Baal, Moloch, and Asherah worship the way they used to have it. Back in the good old days before Jesus came. Guys, really important to remember, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we can do all things through Christ, including putting these guys back where they belong, right to the pit of hell. What do you think, Austin? What's your next story? Oh, you're exactly right. That's where they're taking this. And we've seen now with the food shortages that have started to occur and the food prices that are starting to go up. You now see in California, I think, uh, Governor Newsom, the clown over there that's supposed to be recalled, is basically talking about doing mandatory statewide water restrictions in California now because all the basins and the rivers and the lakes and everything are starting to dry up. And they are. They're having a significant drought over there. But it's not because – it's been sunny. It's not because the heat index is up. That's the continual lie that they talk about. The desalination plants, salination plants that they've built numerous times all over the world where they can take huge, huge facilities and put them out in the ocean and make clean water out of them. Well, they haven't done that. They, they haven't even spent a penny on that. All they keep doing is spending billions of dollars to stop climate change like banning e, you know banning gasoline powered engines we're going to put a bigger tax on gasoline again that's why fuel's like what i think five six dollars a gallon in la five six dollars a gallon that's that's normal down there now because the insane amount of taxes because of course the taxes are going to stop the global warming that's that's what they tell everybody and so this is becoming this aspect of where you have to start getting directly involved and you have to start making your mind up on what you're going to comply with and what you're not going to comply with. I had a friend of mine text me up uh, yesterday, two days ago, and his son basically is in high school, and he goes to school out basically in uh, Tampa. I don't know exactly what high school, but it's like Hillsborough County, Tampa area. And his son basically – I've talked to his son before. He's a good kid, and I've, I've tried to you know, I've talked to his dad, and his dad's super awake about stuff. And he texts me up, and he goes, dude, he goes, my son just got suspended for five days. And I said, what are you talking about? He goes, well, he's been he's been listening to you, and you talk to him all the time. And he basically decided he was not going to wear a mask in school anymore, in high school. He said, absolutely not. And they said, no, you're going to wear a mask. He said, no, I'm not. You're not going to physically put a mask on me either because that is going to be battery. And they said, well, you're going to be suspended. Okay, suspend me. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm done. 
And sure enough, they sent him home. And I told his dad, his dad was kind of flustered, but he was he was almost proud of him at the same point. Kind of like when your son gets in a fight that he didn't start, but he finished. You go, okay, all right, all right, you know, you do what you got to do. And I told him, I said, listen, I said, be proud of your son on this. I said, this is not this is not a time for him to get in trouble. I said, this is a time when everybody has to make their own decision on what they're going to kneel to. Are they going to kneel to Jesus? Are they going to kneel to the Most High God? Or are they going to kneel to fear? Are they going to kneel to tyranny? Are they going to kneel and be a peasant and say, yes, please, put, put, put a mask on me. I'll take my shot so I don't have to wear a mask. Last night I stopped by my buddy's house. Two of them were over there. One of my good friends, his wife works for Watson Clinic. And he goes, my wife doesn't know what to do. He goes, she basically got notified this week over at Watson Clinic that she has to be injected by September, whatever the date was, or they're going to fire her. I said, no, they're not. I said, if they fire her, I said, I know one of the best attorneys in the entire Central Florida state. And I said, I promise you right now, I'll go get you a consultation with them. I said, there are attorneys lined up all over the country waiting, waiting for this to happen. I said, all she has to do is say she has a religious belief that does not allow her to get the shot. He goes, well, she did say that that's an option. I said, I know that's an option. I said, people just don't want to do it because it's inconvenient. He said, well, they said that if she uses a religious exemption, they don't, they won't make her get a shot, but she has to get a COVID test every week. I said, no, she doesn't. I said, are they going to forcibly hold her down and take a, make her take a COVID test? I said, worst case scenario. I said, if you really want to just don't kick against the goat, just basically Go buy a pack of COVID tests off eBay and run it underwater and give them a COVID test every Friday that you ran underwater and said, I'm negative, I'm negative, I'm negative, I'm negative. They can't prove any of this. I said, this is all a giant bluff. I said, do you really think the medical systems that are already shorthanded and already have people coming in that don't even need to be in the hospital, overwhelming the hospitals in most cases because they're dehydrated because they got a cold or they got COVID or they got a fever and going in the hospitals and wasting everybody's time and taking beds up. And there's already nurses that are getting unbelievably sick because they got this injection. They're calling out. They're quitting. They're taking time off. They're taking vacation right now. I, I hear all of it. I said, do you really think – they're going to come in and start firing troves of nurses and completely lay off an entire hospital. I said, hospitals, contrary to popular belief, are there to make money. They are for-profit institutions. They like money. If they have no nurses, they can't take more patients, which means they can't make more money. Now we've seen the bumbling buffoon. Start pushing the narrative now. You saw Biden came out in the middle of this week. Said if you guys, you you people that I decree over, like I'm a ruling tyrant that doesn't even know how to tie my shoes and I have to read a teleprompter to get out of bed. If you don't get the shot and your hospital and your nursing home doesn't force you to get the shot and you work for them, we're going to cut Medicare and Medicaid off. You see that now? Now my next question about this is, how in the world are they going to implement that from a federal standpoint? You're going to come in now and say we have to see every single person in the entire facility's vaccine records? How does that work out from a HIPAA standpoint? 
now we're going to have the Fed come in and start doing audits? I don't think they're going to do it. There are certain checks and balances that have to be met in certain aspects in the healthcare industry. If they start going over that line and they start saying it doesn't matter, legal precedent doesn't matter, laws don't matter, we're going to do whatever we want, we want your medical history, papers please, and they start demanding that. My question that I've told multiple people, do you really think it's going to stop at that point if you simply get the shot and shut up? Really? Really? No, it's not. It's like the guy I talked to at the rental car place. He goes, I got the shot simply because I was sick of wearing the mask. Now they're telling me I've got to wear the mask even though I've had the shot for the foreseeable future. Now they're saying, oh, well, there's a booster shot in September. The FDA is cleared now on emergency use. Well, if we get the booster shot, we may be able to take off the mask again. It's not going to stop. It's going to keep going down this road further and further into a darker hole of mud and sickness until people say, you know what? We'll call your bluff on it. Not going to. And quite frankly, it's a bad position to be in. If you're trying to find a job, you're trying to make money. However, the thing about it is right now is what I've said. If you comply, why would you possibly think it's going to stop? If everybody keeps doing what they tell everybody to do, it's never going to end, and it's going to continue to be this merry-go-round that is not going to be fun for anybody. That's why I've been so adamant on trying to encourage people and trying to help people and trying to get the truth out there and say, listen, everybody has the right to make their own decision. This concept now has eluded people. They think they don't even have an ability to make their own decision anymore. I don't want to deal with it. I told dad the other day we were doing something and, you know, somebody wanted us to Uber somewhere. And I said, I, I can't Uber. Uber, they won't, they won't let me ride with them. So they, they, they'll ban me. They've already stated very, very clearly. If you pull up to somebody and they basically don't have a mask on, Uber's supposed to leave immediately. They're not allowed to let you in the vehicle without a mask on. And I said, I absolutely under no circumstances will put a mask on for anybody. I'm to that point now where I will literally get in a physical altercation if you try to force me to put a mask on, period. And people are like, Austin, you're being militant. Why are you acting like this? This is just ridiculous. And I told you guys that last summer, if you don't hold your convictions on stuff. If you don't stand up for what you truly believe, they are going to run everyone over like a railroad car. And we will cease to exist as a free country. And we're on the precipice of that right now. And I know there's a lot of states. They're turning into complete and total nightmare areas. Certain parts of our state, like Miami down there, they're absolutely nightmares down there as far as the restrictions of mandates. It's, it's asinine. And what we're seeing now is the blind compliance simply to not have any conflict because, well, it's because the Delta variant. What do you think the Delta variant is going to be the end? We're going to have the, we're going to have the, you know, Zulu variant next, the Bravo Sierra variant. I've joked about. You guys pick up on that one. This, they're not going to stop, guys. So again, I encourage you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. Thank you for getting the truth out there. And look and see what's going on. you got the United Kingdom now. The U.K. is now saying they're going to follow the lead of the European Union. They are now working on deploying the vaccine passport, the developing a health passport for the government. 
And essentially, they're going to follow, if you look at it, it's just like the communist China digital ID. That's what this all rolled into. This has nothing to do with safety, freedom, health, nothing. I told you guys that last week. The COVID passport has about as much to do with health and safety as the communist agenda does with freedom and liberty. They're diametrically opposed. This COVID passport is essentially a complete and total trap to get people okay with keeping their phone with them, with being tied into a full-blown grid system where they have to get approval to do anything, and they have to ask permission to go anywhere. That's why I I was super supportive. There's a couple companies up there in New York now that's got signs out. They said, we will not implement a vaccine passport. We are a free country. We will not ask you about anything, including your medical history, including your vaccine status. That is how we do it. One or two of us out in the open, you're done. They're not going to they, – they're, they're going to railroad everybody. 20, 30, 40, 50 people, 60, 70, 80 companies, 80, 90, 100 nurses. You start standing up in unison. People start coming together. That's how you make a difference in numbers, in groups. Make your voice heard in unity with other people and stand up for what's really going on and make a difference because it's not going to stop if we don't, Dad. What do you think? Well, Austin, that's why they started doing the social isolation and the social distancing. It was one of the primary things they did at the very beginning of COVID so people couldn't unite against the tyranny. I mean, it's very important that we all understand that. When they tell you that you can't have a group of people more than two in your home, you can't have a birthday party for your children, you have to have a drive-by birthday party, yep. all this stupid crap. That's what this was. This was basically taking us and separating us from the herd or other humans so we could say, no, we're not going to go over the cliff. See, it's easy to take, you know, you know, an individual if you want. And, you know, it's like I was watching that movie 300 the other night. And they were pushing these basically these barbarians over the cliff because, you know, they were fighting them. And so it's easy to do that to a barbarian or to anybody if there's only one of you and a hundred of the opposition. They can push you over and do anything they want to you. It's like I said to you guys on the show the other day. You know, the only way that I would get vaccinated would be forcibly. And this is my this is my this is my land of, line in the sand. This is my this is my bunker hill. This is it. I mean the only way they could do stop me in a car and drag me out of the car and hold me down on a gurney, which, by the way, they've done that, haven't they, in the state of Florida? Yeah, they've done that. It's called, you know, blood draws and DUI test points. And they have a judge right there that signs that they can take your blood and draw the blood from you or basically test you and hold you down on a gurney and force you. So if they did something stupid like that, they could do it to me. I guess they could do it to anybody if they get you by yourself. But it's like Austin said, if we work as a group, if all the nurses at the Watson Clinic suddenly said, you know, no, well, none of us are going to take the vaccine. How about that? How about no, not today, not yesterday, not tomorrow. We're done. Yesterday, I asked that one lady who was the car salesman. I said, why did you do this? She goes, I just got tired. She goes, I got tired of being told I needed a vaccine. I got tired of people telling me that I was being selfish. I got tired of having to deal with it, just not having the vaccination. I just wanted to comply. I thought, whoa, you want to comply to stay sick and die? What kind of compliance is that? You know, we can't allow ourselves. You know, it's interesting to me. Let's look at Christianity for a second. It's very important you listen to me for a second. If you're in a situation that you're about to die, 
you want a savior. You do. You want somebody to throw you a rope, hand you a ladder, pick you up and carry you, put you on a stretcher, get you out of the hotel room if the hotel's on fire. You want a savior. Everybody wants a savior. But very few people want a Lord. Everybody wants a savior, but very few people want a Lord. Basically, to be subjected to God Almighty as your Lord and your Savior, you were bought at a price. He, God Almighty himself, I'm the present being that he is, died on a cross for you to save you. And we owe him for that. And we will owe him for that eternally. But people don't want to owe God for anything because they don't want to be subject to God. They want a Savior but not a Lord. Now, I want to cover that with you guys. I had a, Pastor Chris Rumsfeld said that to me the other day, and he was absolutely right. And I've never really thought about it like that. So that's why when God saves you, you still want to do whatever you want to do and act however you want to act and act whatever you would say and go wherever you want to go and regardless of what God tells you to do in his word. See, God's word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's on the present. Remember, when he wrote the word 2,000 years ago, he was here now. Some people call it the eternal now. He's always in now, and now is all time at the same time for him. So when he wrote something in the book of Isaiah, or he wrote something in the book of Revelation, he was here today with us doing that now. He's letting us know he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and not one jot, one tittle shall be taken away from his law, the things that he wants us to do from the very beginning. Now, in the Old Testament, there are a lot of things that were done as far as regulations and offerings of all the other things in the New Testament, he no longer had us do that because he offered Christ himself, himself, God Almighty, to be our sacrifice. And that's why we will call his name Jesus, because he is the Lamb of God. He is the Prince of Peace. He is the Counselor. He is the Good Shepherd. He is our Savior, our Redeemer, our Deliverer, our Messiah. He is the way. He is Lord God Almighty. He is Lord of all. And he is resurrection and life. He is the king of kings. And he is the son of God all rolled into one. And he will direct you and guide you. Yesterday, Austin and I were down in Miami, and we had a friend of Austin's named Clayton down there with us. And we were talking about certain things that were happening. And I said, look, Clayton, here's the deal. God's omnipresent. He knows what's in your best interest. He knows what's not in your best interest. How does he know that? Because he's at all timelines all at once. And he knows whatever choice you make, what the consequences are going to be. And he knows it in advance. And that's why we need to be led by the Holy Spirit. Now, listen to me, friends. This is really important. I'm going to cover some stuff with you today that I don't talk about a lot. We have to understand something. God's word will never change based upon some person's, quote, prophecy. You have these parking lot people that come in and say, Jesus told me this and Jesus told me that. I'm going to pray in precatory prayers. I'm going to curse these people for what they've done here and there. These people are not of God. They're not because God's word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus told us in the New Testament to pray for those who basically persecute us and basically harass us and threaten us and everything else. He said to pray for them. He doesn't say to curse them. He said, they'll know that you are my disciples because you love one another. So you get these people, get these parking lot, parking lot prophecies. And they start spewing all this stuff that is a complete contradiction of God's word. Well, when you get that, you got to realize it's not real. 
Okay, there were Old Testament precepts. There was God's relationship to man, man's relationship to man, the sanitary laws and the dietary laws in the Old Testament. When God came to this world as Christ, he forever changed God's relationship to man and man's relationship to man. We're not to curse each other and kill each other now, but he never changed the sanitary laws. He never changed the dietary laws. He never did that. The same food that killed you in the Old Testament kills you in the New Testament. doesn't make a difference. But reality is we've got to learn to be led by God's Holy Spirit. And so always question what you hear from these people. And I'm going to say this. You know, the other day Pat was on. We played her tape about her testimony was Jesus came to her and picked her up and healed her in the hospital when she was about to die. And she couldn't get through it. And I talked to her about it. She can't get through it without crying. And when God spoke to me in a dream almost a decade ago, when I start talking about giving you the things that he said to me, I start getting weepy. Because it's so emotional to me that God would do that for me. That's the way you are when you are in contact with God and he basically has said something to you. You're not flippant about it. Well, Jesus said this. And Jesus said that. And Jesus said this. And Jesus told me this. I get so nauseous of that. You know, there's people out there in all media. They claim to be Christians. Then you find articles on them that say they're high-level Masonic leaders and they're not Christians at all. And you think, well, what does that even mean? Well, I'm telling you, Christianity and the prophecy circles and these people are talking about the end times have been infiltrated by the synagogue of Satan. Just let you guys know that. And in many times when they talk about Jesus, they're doing it from a blasphemy standpoint as to ridicule Christ. I'm letting you know that because they're not real. They're not real teachers. Oh, yeah, I'm a Christian as I'm sitting here smoking my cigar drunk as a skunk hanging out with a wife swapper. Yeah, I've seen that. Seen that, by the way, personally live on, you know, on the Internet. You know, I couldn't believe it that I was seeing it. This person claims to be this big what I should say, Christian who's giving you all this news. No, he's not. He's complete Operation Mockingbird. He's, he's, a, he's a complete and total heathen is what he is, and he's not a Christian at all. I'm telling you that. The Bible says you'll know them by their fruits. You've got to look at the fruits. So be very, very careful when people are constantly talking about Jesus told me this and Jesus told me that and Jesus told me this and Jesus told me that. No, no. Learn to be led by the Holy Spirit. It's that still, small voice. Say, should I buy? this car maybe not there's too many things wrong with it should i have this relationship well they've done me wrong multiple times how long do i put up with it because remember god requires forgiveness he does not require reconciliation if you ask somebody to forgive you they won't forgive you he doesn't require for you to go beg and scream and plead and try to get a relationship back he doesn't ask you to do that so always remember that you see that with family members all the time one family member will do another family member wrong or one person in the family can't stop lying. Oh, gosh, that's one of the things that drives me nuts. And all of a sudden you realize that, hey, wait a minute, I don't have to associate with this person, though they're a family member, because I can't choose who my family is, but I can choose who I associate with, and I don't have to tolerate this type of behavior. So be very, very, very careful on who you choose to associate with. That's really important. I've had to cut multiple people off in the last few weeks had to block them and ban them and Colorado block them and everything else because I got tired of listening to it. There's certain people out there you can't afford their production. There was a guy who used to work at the Fun Bike Center. Austin, I used to ride motorcycles. We don't anymore. Floors become too dangerous for motorcycles. And this guy's nickname was The Liar. Guys, you can't even make this up. And there were like three different bike shops in Lakeland and Lake Wales 
the liar had worked at. And he was a good salesperson, but he lied about everything. And finally, I talked to one of the managers there, one of the owners, and I said, do you realize that you know he's really damaging your credibility and your reputation locally because everybody knows the liar works here, and he won't stop lying? And he goes, well, he's a good salesperson. I said, is it worth the production? Is it worth the relationship? See, here's the deal. Let's say we're in a ditch, and it's filling up with acid. All right, it's starting at the bottom. And let's say, it's a, let's say it's not a ditch. Let's say it's a, a hole, a pit. Okay, and there's a ladder to get out. And there's like four or five people standing in the pit with you, and they see the acid coming up, and it's getting closer and closer to them. And you run to the ladder, and you yell, hey, everybody, up the ladder. Don't take the vaccine. All right? That's the metaphor we're going to here. And all of a sudden, you run to the ladder, and you start climbing up the wrong, and they're all looking at you like, what are you doing, dude? Why are you going up the ladder? This isn't, this isn't real acid. It's not going to really kill us. They wouldn't do that to us and basically give us a ladder to get out. Yes, they did. They put a ladder in the pit because it's part of their little religious worship they do, these sickos. they got to tell you what they're going to do so you can say no. I'm saying no. I'm climbing the ladder. And all of a sudden you say, well, I don't want to do that. I'm going to stay in the pit. So you grab one of your friends. Let's say they weigh 200 pounds. And you try to carry them up the ladder with you. Now, when I was younger, I probably could have done that when I was 18, 20 years old. But at 65, I can't carry a 200-pounder up the ladder with me. It ain't going to happen. So here I grab the 200-pounder who doesn't want to step on the ladder and climb out himself. And I go, look, my friend, I love you, brother. You need to get on the ladder and come out with me. Uh, no, if you want me to come out of the ladder, you have to carry me. So finally, I've got to drop him. He falls back to the pit. And he looks at me and goes, why are you leaving me in the pit? I said, climb the ladder. There's nothing wrong with you. So I climb the ladder. They get filled with acid. They all die. And you think, what the heck just happened? And why is Ted giving us this horrible metaphor? That's what we're in right now, guys. We got all kinds of churches and Christians out there that are in a pit getting filled with acid, and they're taking all these injections that are going to kill them. But yet they want somebody else to say no to the kill shot. They want somebody else to say no to the mask mandate. They want somebody else to say no to the kill shot mandate. But they don't want to be involved in it because they're so steeped in normalcy bias and they've been so brainwashed by the Schofield Bible, they really feel as though that God's going to rescue them. What about the people down in Afghanistan, the Christians that were left there that are being beheaded by the Taliban because they have Bibles? Hmm? What about them? There's going to be thousands of those guys dead. Are they going to tell us about it? Probably not. You know, what about those people? Did they get, did they get raptured? Did we miss out on the rapture? Did they already get raptured or are they all being killed right now? Like the millions of Chinese Christians that were killed with the overthrow of China by the Rothschild banking cartel. Guys, listen to me. I hope and pray that we all get raptured. If you want to believe it that way. But what if you don't? Isn't it time that we all take a stand and say no? Like this child, this young man who was basically thrown out of school because he refused to wear a mask. Is it a time that we all say no? I told Austin yesterday, I said, I'm not wearing a mask. And he looked at me and said, Dad, I'm not wearing a mask. And I said, I'm not taking a kill shot. He said, I'm not either. Where are you going to draw your line? Where are you going to have the resolve? When are you going to get on the ladder and climb out of the pit? How long are you going to wait? Guys, listen to me. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He loves you just as much now as he did on Calvary. He's omnipresent. He's the great I am. 
You can do all things through God who gives you strength, who loves you beyond belief that he would die for you. He's an omnipresent God. When he died for you on the cross as a man, that's a big deal, really big deal. Nothing like that had ever been done for human beings before. And that's why these evil entities hate you so badly because he did that for you. I love you guys. I appreciate you. You guys are absolutely awesome. I got to pray for you this morning. It was my privilege, my pleasure, and my responsibility. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. Thank you for praying for us. Austin, finish it up. You guys have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you tomorrow or Monday. Absolutely. And, again, we just continue to encourage people because I know there's there's a lot of conflict going on right now. You can see very clearly how they're building up this massive conflict between the people that want to follow the demands of tyrants and want to stay peasants and the group that are basically the patriotic Americans that want to have their liberties respected. It's very clear. You can see where this is leading up to. That's why they're constantly saying now the, the COVID war and the unvaxxed or spreadiness, which is a complete and total lie. This is what they are incredibly good at. It's divide and conquer. It's one of the most effective tools to ruin an empire, to ruin a country, to ruin a republic. As you go in and you start pitting one group off another group. That's why they've tried so much with racial tensions and all these subgroups. They constantly try to make more subgroups on more subgroups. This is a very effective tactic. And, you know, we've seen now, and this is why I've told everybody, be very careful if you know what your kids are being exposed to in these school systems. Be very, very aware of what they're trying to indoctrinate them with and teach them. You know, I mean, this walking in line, keep your arms together, wear a mask. They're doing this to these five, six, seven-year-old kids. It's straight up child abuse. Remember, children learn physical cues from facial expressions. If you look at basically childhood psychology, that's how they operate. This is how they understand what's going on. This is how they build relationships. The effects they're going to have on emotional intelligence and awareness and physical interactions on these young children is going to be horrific. And I mean that with utmost sincerity. It's going to be bad, guys, if we don't put a stop to it. This idea of making five and six-year-olds and eight-year-olds and 10-year-olds and 12-year-olds and 15-year-olds walk around wearing masks, because it's already tough enough when you turn a teenager and you're trying to figure out how you fit into this big world. And how you operate and how just things work. Now you can't even understand a facial expression. And this is what they're trying to do is force everybody into this grid system. They want everybody to operate online through text, through internet. This is why I told you last year I said one of the most important reasons they're forcing everybody to wear masks well, they tell you to. Let me say this. I've never seen somebody physically put a mask on anybody else. I've never seen anybody do that. I've seen some people compliantly put a mask on themselves. I've never seen somebody walk up and physically put a mask on somebody. The reason why they did it, one of them which, was to remind everybody of COVID. When you stop wearing the mask, 
you stop forgetting to be scared if you're basically a sheep. If you forget about it. The other one was, I told you guys this, it was super important to stop communication among people in groups. That's why they shut down the bars. They shut down the restaurants. They shut down all the places that people would go together and interact and talk and have conversations. They didn't need a phone. They'd go sit down at the table. Go get a booth. Four or five people sit down. They start talking. They have engagements. That is what they wanted to remove, and they did a fantastic job of it. They wanted to move everything to online platforms so everybody can only talk via text, phone. You don't have conversations with one another. I told you this before. You see people try to talk. Both of them are wearing these big, gigantic masks. It's, it's, it's a joke. So I'm encouraging my friends. Stand true to your convictions on this, and thank you for supporting Health Masters. If you guys need anything at all, feel free to give us a call, healthmasters.com. If you guys need anything, we have the zinc on sale, the N-acetylcysteine product of the week, food buckets, four-pack specials, all kinds of stuff on the website to do the best we can to keep people's immune system strong, including the immune support kit at healthmasters.com. So please encourage your friends. Tell them their health is their responsibility. Continue to stay strong, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We've got Hagman rolling out tonight. You guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again on this show Monday as always.